John Lowe raring to get out of the block so he is our money doctors in studio how are you John? Yeah great great form I have to say if you're near uh, your laptop go to newstalk.ie and have a look at uh, John's tie today (laughs) it's a particularly fetching pink number Yeah I just told you that I had to put on a pink shirt and I said what do I wear with a pink shirt my normal corporate colour of yellow I couldn't do that So So you've opted for a pink tie with panda bears on it which is an unusual choice but (laughs) newstalk.ie if you want to have a look at the TV cameras there lots to talk about um, John just this checkout survey uh, checkout which is the yeah. uh, the, sh- the, the supermarket uh, magazine, for the want of a better description. Yes. 91% of consumers believe the forthcoming budget will leave them with less money to spend on day-to-day groceries. Now, that's not really that surprising, is it's it? It's not surprising at all. I mean, uh, again, over the last number of years, Jonathan, I mean, the yellow pack goods have gone up nearly f- 400% in sales in five years. And and just to give you a, an example, like two litres of own brand milk costs one forty-nine, um, €1.49, €1.49, cents, where the branded equivalents will cost 50 cents more. So you're looking really at 25% more, uh, in fact, actually 33% more. Uh, for, now, to, 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 to but get years ago, milk. people would have turned their nose up. At it. And to be fair to the supermarkets, yeah. they never branded these things particularly well. You would almost have felt guilty putting them into your trolley. Yeah, I must say, uh, you know, I'm one of these people who cornflakes are very special to me, and, and only Kellogg's cornflakes are, are the the you know the main thing. And I remember getting uh, uh, some you know, thrift uh, cornflakes or whatever it was branded. It was awful stuff. But they have come a long way. That was a long time ago now. A lot of these branded products now are nearly as good. You're actually nearly undetectable to, to tell the difference between them. Now, we know that supermarkets are engaged in something of a price war. Now, there are yeah. those out there yeah. that think it's, all, it's yeah. all an exercise in futility because yeah. what they do is they'll reduce some but increase others. But this shows the challenge that's going to be out there for the grocery sector next well, year. They're I, going to have to continue the special offers yeah, throughout the absolutely. year, not just at special times. Yes, but I think what's really also coming through, uh, Jonathan, is that people are starting to get the message, ensure best value. We're going down to make sure that every time you spend your money, are you getting the best possible value? Number one, do you need it? And number two, is there a better or cheaper alternative? So when they see, just like your life, your health cover, you know, yeah. you I'll can get to better. The, I, I have a better yarn on that <laughs> than the one I told you. You can, better, you can get better deals all the time. And when, and when you can get better deals, it's only apathy that stops you from actually getting a better deal. Because, I, you know, I, I'll, you I'll tell you but I'll tell you about apathy because I, as I explained to you last week I used to be the guy who just rolled over and had his belly tickled by insurance companies yeah, and the like yeah. and, and accepted whatever yes. price was given now last week when I was talking about changing the health yeah. insurance it went down from 2,600 to 2,000 Good. and I rang back the, the cheaper option which was the 2,000 and, yeah. and lo and behold obviously expecting me to haggle some more yeah. they lopped another 200 euro off so is, now what, what, what I paid 2,600 for this year I'm going to pay 1800 for next year. Now, there's a couple of little well, tweaks. I mean, even your second bite of going back to that company resulted in a 10% reduction, a further 10% reduction. That's brilliant. And what, what, it, what it means for me, and what it will mean for an awful lot of people out mm. there, because uh, I live in Cork, yeah. all of the Cork hospitals, public yes. and private, are all covered. covered. Yeah. There's a couple of the fancy, fancy hospitals in Dublin that I wouldn't get the full cover in. But, I, you know... There's the chance same. of you coming up to Dublin to go to Ex- exactly. that hospital. It's unlikely. So yes. I, the thing is, I think that maybe there are things on people's cover yeah. that they're covered to the nth degree when they don't necessarily well, you know, have to. I keep saying uh, the Health Insurance Authority, HIA.ie, that's, that's where you can get the comparison site. And all the four ins- health insurers are on that site. And you can, I mean, even only today, actually, I think uh, Leah, who uh, you may have been going with, uh, have, have just got a hike of 400 euros or more uh, for, for their health insurance. Uh, and that's, you know, in, in, in t- 
also uh, VHI Healthcare, who just in uh, this John, week at alone the same, at the same token, pushed I'm their up by 3%. 800 euros. That's brilliant. That is absolutely... 800 uh, euros of 2,600 is in a huge percentage. I, I, I'm still amazed because I'm, I'm not a fantastic haggler. And, and, uh, and you're getting virtually the same, virtually the same offering you know, yeah, with the family. So, so it just off. shows you, do, whatever yeah. you do, if it's up for renewal, but the, see, the, th- the key thing is it's up for renewal now and there's yeah. a special offer that we're availing of. You just avail at the right time. Yeah. And you can't, of course, yeah. you can't opt out in the yes. middle of your policy anymore. But isn't it really crucial then mm. that people who do have things coming up, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, the motor insurance or whatever else, that you actually shop around at that time and do the very best. Don't just accept your bill coming through the door that you have to pay it, that there could be a cheaper option out there. Um, I want to talk about the um, the house prices, the property register. Yeah. Now, this was supposed to take the guesswork out of the buying, and um, it would appear that the house prices are still falling, and they're now they're blaming, fall- they're blaming the register for it. Well, <laughs> 8.1% this year, according to the Central Statistics <laughs> Office. But it means, though, the value of the average property, Johnson, in the state now is half of what it was during the peak of the market in 2007. So, really, it's kind of, you know, a 50% decrease in value in five years. Bad news for existing uh, owners and borrowers. But it's good news for buyers. Uh, I keep saying, and first-time couples, for instance, who, who want to go out and buy their, their first home, um, it is a good time to be buying. And I do see signs of, of a recovery in even in the, in the lending areas where uh, some of the, the lenders, some of the banks and, and the billing sites are actually now being a little bit more receptive to applications coming in where they can obviously prove that they have the ability to repay. And the value of these properties is phenomenal. And with this this property register, I mean, okay, fair enough. The, the house prices have fallen. Um, the average price now is what one hundred and fifty seven thousand four hundred, uh, down from a peak of three hundred and thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety eight. So, I, you know, I, what I want to find out, and what people who are probably still waiting to buy, and there's a lot of them yeah, out there, as Michael yeah. Noonan reminded us, uh, they're waiting to see: are we at, really at the bottom yet? And, that, and nobody can say with any certainty. Well, there's a number of gurus over in America who now think that they are um, in America; they're at the bottom. And if they're at the bottom in America, we're at the bottom here in my view. But, I mean, just look at the Japan exercise. I mean, they hit the bottom 20 years ago and they still haven't recovered. So it could be a long way. There might be people out there who think, all right, we're at the bottom. Now there's only one way back up. And the only way that can happen are two things, inflation, and then with inflation comes increased interest rates. And when increased interest rates go up very fast, you'll find there'll be a lot of pain. A lot of it has to do with the fact that the government needs to stop cutting things in the budget. Well... (laughs) It's it's back to the expenditure. You know whether you're a, a government, a country, uh, a, a family, a business, or an individual. If your expenditure exceeds income, two choices: cut costs or earn more. And sometimes we just cannot earn more. And in this country, that's why. 80% of our expenditure is on two things, social welfare and public sector pay and pensions. So it has to come from there, a certain proportion of the cuts. That's a tough one. Uh, it is a tough you'll, one. You'll be getting ready. We'll, we'll talk to you this day yes. next week. We'll be ahead of the budget. We'll talk to you after the budget as well um, when you have time to absorb a little bit of it. Uh, some of the questions that have come in for you, John. Um, will you ask the money doctor, is it a good time to transfer assets to my family? Capital uh, acquisitions tax is at a high... 30%, but house values are low. High 30%. I think by this time next week, it could be at a higher percentage, which could be 40%. Um, again, there are three thresholds. You know, the A, B and C, Jonathan. A is to son, daughter. B is to brother, sister, um, nephew, niece. And then the C is all the others. So 250,000 is your maximum that you can, you can you know, give to your son or daughter. Uh, but as a uh, the A threshold, which was to son or daughter, 250, would you believe in 
April 2009, Jonathan, the actual threshold was 542,000. So it was well over double that. If you had given your, your children in 2009, April, over half a million, it would have been tax-free. Now it's only a quarter of a million. So as regards property, unless you're selling and giving the cash proceeds, if there are any cash proceeds to your child, then the values of the property have to be established and the stamp duty and the legals paid. So the still stamp duty, it used to be a thing called consanguinity tax, which was, uh, or exemption, which because you were given uh, your child, your property, uh, only you, you only paid half the, the, the stamp duty. That's gone. That's been waived. So if you want to give your home to your child when you die, if they are living in it for three years before you die, and you then pass on, and then they live for a further six years after you've passed on, then it comes outside of the, the exemption limits. So you can actually give your home as well on that, on that basis. Okay, so there's some options there. There the, are some options. The next one is a good one from Anne. My Bank of Ireland credit card statement arrived this morning. I'm sure you were delighted to see that land <laughs> in the doormat. Uh, when it came, it came with their Car Talk newsletter in it. They offer a payment plan loan to buy yourself an iPad 2 or the latest interactive TV and to put the charge through this payment plan at a standard interest rate of 6.7%. Anne says isn't this encouraging one to borrow and splurge and is it allowed? Yes, it, it, unfortunately, Anne, yes, it is, and it is tempting, but that's what they're there to do. When you walk into your bank and you're approached by, uh, you know, uh, one of the officials saying, um, uh, do you have uh, children? Yes. Uh, do you have life cover? Uh, no. Uh, do you think it might be a good idea if you had life cover, uh, just in case anything happened to you, so that someone is there that will look after them should you pass on? So they're all the time uh, trying to lure people. That's the whole idea, you know, all the different services of the banks um, where, you know, it's not just about, you know, the current account, for instance, is a lost leader. So they have to make all their profits so that they can make more profits, give it to their shareholders, sell the bank, pay back the government the money that they gave them. The uh, yeah, well, we, all that kind of let's not get so sucked into that particular rate, vortex, but the, but the rate, rate here is the important one. The rate is, is, is OK, believe it or not. Uh, and really, unless the iPad 2 is massively necessary for your day-to-day work, uh, I'd be saving to buy one. But not would you not run the risk of sucking in someone there who perhaps can't afford it, who sees, oh, that's an okay rate, and then I get an iPad too as well, and then they realise six months down the line, see, I can't pay for that. I, I do wish people, when they, when they look at these offers, they, they have to, you know, look at the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is doing a budget. You can say, yes, that's a good rate, it's a comfortable amount of money I can afford each month, but have you actually done your sums? Have you actually said, right, here's my expenditure, here's my income. Now, I'm also going to add in my holiday, my Christmas presents, my turkey, and all the other things that you buy during the year. Now can I afford it? And that's really the, the, the litmus test is, is uh, you know, putting a proper budget on it so that when these tempting offers come in, can you afford it? Next question is from Khan. He says, I currently own my own house. Its value is €120,000. I have a mortgage of 50000 on it. It's €340 per month. Is there any way to get a loan for necessary repairs on the house? I'm currently on certs. Thanks for your help. Does that mean he's currently on sick leave or yeah, something, is it? I'm really sorry, uh, Khan, on this, but uh, there's no problem with the loan to value, which is about 42% at present. But all lending is based on the ability to repay, whether you're a bank or uh, a bill inside or a credit union. You must be able to prove that you have this, this income. Social welfare certs, unfortunately, are not acceptable. Most lenders, by the way, now, Jonathan, they look for permanent uh, employment, minimum 25,000, by the way, so that even if you were on, you know, 15,000 and it was part of uh, maybe your partner's 15,000, so your total is 30, that, that would be a problem. So, you know, if you were on minimum 50, 25,000, you get a, a 90,000 mortgage. So perhaps a parent or sibling might go uh, on the mortgage with this person 
that's number one. Guarantors are also a little tricky at the moment to push through. Um, but whatever you do, whatever Con does, I would certainly say avoid money lenders. Oh dear, whatever you do, don't go near them. And just one last one quickly uh, from a listener says, I'm on a tracker with EBS. I'd love to go interest only for a year to sort out loose ends. Could this make me lose the tracker, yes or no? No. No is the answer. Uh, but you have to convince EBS that your loose ends <laughs> are not a bigger problem. Uh, you know, I, I love the expression loose ends. Standard financial statement would be a requirement. If you want to ever tinker with a mortgage, uh, whether you want to extend the term, you want to change the rate, you want to have a moratorium on the interest, you want to have a complete holiday where you pay no capital, no interest, then you need the standard financial statement, which is a 12-page, fairly intimidating form that you have to complete to let them know exactly what you've had for breakfast and then you can check to see whether your loose ends are But they can't right. take your tracker off they you. That's a contract a and, and that no. can't be moved. No. Okay, our Money Doctor is John Lowe. His website's moneydoctor.ie His Money Doctor Finance Annual. Well, he'd be under pressure to produce that after the budget. Columnist with the Sunday Business Post. You can get it on iTunes or the website newstalk.ie. we we'll talk to you next week, John. Thank you, Jonathan.